today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. So many layers to what happened uh, in Washington yesterday, but the biggest, one of the biggest, has to be security. How the heck did this happen, especially in what is supposed to be one of the most protected buildings in the world post 9-11? Let's bring in David Hyde, security expert. He is with us now. David, thanks for the time. Hope you're doing well. Great, Scott. Your thoughts on what happened? How does how do you get a breach like this? It was very shocking, Scott, to watch that unfold. Of course, in real time, uh, at, at you know one of those buildings that really should be kind of the best protected buildings on earth, frankly, in terms of the layers of security that should have been in place. I, I mean, really, where do you start? I mean, the, the reality is here that it, it's a failure of, of planning and advanced coordination and doing the things with the right groups of coordinating and cooperating law enforcement groups. That didn't happen here. You know, various reasons why it didn't happen, Scott. The mayor uh, of, um, of D.C. was very sensitized to the summer protests that had happened with, uh, against police brutality, where there'd been an overwhelming show of federal force. And she was very um, protective, if you will, of, of this um, Capitol building. And she wanted to handle the security with D.C. law enforcement sources, really kind of rejected in some respects, the federal police didn't want Homeland Security and other groups to come into the mix. And that was a mistake. And unfortunately here, we saw that the local police forces had all the will in the world, and they did not have the, 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 sh- the numbers and plans in place and the intelligence into the protesters, uh, you know, wh- wh- who was coming, what, how many were coming, when were they coming. Typically, Scott, in, in Canada, we've seen this many times. I've been involved in, in these kind of plans and when we, we're, we're gathering intelligence from the protest entity itself, we plant um, plainclothes law enforcement officers or people in that protest group. So we know what's happening, the hub of the protest, what the timing is, where they're going to form. And all these things are fed into the central command for law enforcement. None of that really happened here. The Capitol was kind of a sitting duck. Uh, layers of security were in place. And, and they were breached quite easily because there just wasn't enough planning and there weren't enough police people in place to, to repel the, uh, the protest groups. It seems odd, though, uh, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, David, that the Washington mayor, would fingers would be pointing towards her simply because uh, this was not well planned. This is Washington. Uh, there is an important event going on as far as the electoral count. We've got a president who, who throws fuel on the fire and did so by holding a rally and, the peop- and telling the people to go march on Capitol Hill. So how can you not be ready? All of the, like, I mean, it's like watching a bonfire and, 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 and saying there's no matches. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, Scott, I couldn't agree more. And I mean, it, it's um, it, it, no, no doubt it's a colossal security failure. I mean, I'm reading a tweet right here that your, your listeners could read for themselves on, on, on Twitter from the mayor, Muriel Brown, uh, in District of Columbia, requesting that other federal law enforcement personnel are discouraged from deploying, and, and they, but they must speak to us first and consult. So I'm not saying that, that there wasn't an opportunity mm-hmm. for coordination, but it seemed to me as though the mayor of, of, of D.C. set a pretty bad tone in terms of the willingness to collaborate uh, in the planning. I think the rhetoric increased the, um, the, 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 the tensions and the likelihood of a massive protest came together in the last week or so leading up to, to, to this electoral college verification and and you know the the right agencies didn't get together 
and really put all the efforts into planning. There wasn't that coordination. There are fiefdoms up there, Scott, and I know that area reasonably well and have dealt with some of those security groups before, and they each have their own areas. There's the park police that, that, that deal with right. a certain part. There's, the, there's the, you know, the, the police that do the capital. Then there's the city police, and, and there's, there's lots of you know, disquiet amongst those groups, and they've had issues before. So, again, no finger-pointing here, Scott, but it was a colossal failure there were political connections in here. You know, there was, there was talk about did some of the police people kind of stand aside and, and maybe, you know, a small number. And actually, That was, that was another question, lie. David. That was yeah. another question. There's video of them taping selfies with some of the demonstrators, apparently accusations of them letting them actually in. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, look, um, this was a, a different kind of protest. Any type of a protest like this is is dangerous and, and needs to be dealt with very, very firmly and strictly. But obviously, there's a real political undertone to this. And there's an unprecedented tone and tenor in, in Washington, you know, in, in, with the recent vote and the way people feel. And a lot of people, rightly or wrongly, in the States, a, a, a significant minority of the, of the country, believe that the election was stolen and there was inconsistency and there was inequity and it wasn't fair and this and this. And, and they, they feel, uh, rightly or wrongly, again, and many people would say wrongly, they felt the need to not just be verbal about that, but to actually take action and go down to, to this location. I mean, it, this was known. And, and it, there's 2,000 police officers that work uh, there in that, um, at the Capitol, and some of them are, have political views as well and, and might lean that way and, and have had a bit of sympathy or, or, or a bit felt that there was some legitimacy to some of these protesters that were coming in. So definitely, Scott, this will all form part of the investigation. But, but look, it, you won't get a more dangerous situation than law enforcement almost being co-opted. And again, it's very unusual. It doesn't happen very often. But you also see it occasionally in the military where they allowed something to happen and, and somebody came in or the police allowed a failure. Very unusual. But if it happens, Scott, it's very, very dangerous. So what about a post-mortem here, David? Like, what, what are we going to learn or what are they going to learn moving forward from this uh, procedure, policy, that sort of thing? Yeah, there's going to be a, a, a very, very fulsome investigation, Scott. I mean, simple things like, you know, should there be a very strong perimeter barrier around the Capitol? Uh, you know, the, 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 the chief of security, previous chief of security back in around 2013 had requested a very firm physical barrier around the capital or key areas to avoid this kind of scenario. What happened? That it was turned down because the politicos felt that it would send the wrong message and it wouldn't be something that the public would, would get the right feel for the Capitol building. The Capitol building was, is 19th century, Scott. Those doors and windows, they're not built to withstand the type of hmm. attacks that they, that they took there. So there's a lot of things that are now going to be in, in, in balance. We're really seeing a new political tone. The, the whole um, end of the Trump presidency has brought so much rancor and, and different things to the, to the fore that we are seeing things that we never thought we would see. We're seeing gatherings and groups and fomenting uh, violence and these kind of things that it's always possible, Scott, but you don't expect that, that the country and the seats of democracy there will go to, to that kind of a, down that road. So we need to rethink security and they need to look at this in a fresh light and, re and go over all of the planning that didn't take place. And one quick thing, Scott, they should have had an area set aside, very common in this planning, 
those protesters should have been channeled to a specific area where they can mm. be very close to the Capitol. They can see the building. They can imagine what's happening inside, but they're not allowed to storm the building. And these are all pre-planning things that are very commonly done, you know, uh, in any kind of a protest, even in a shopping mall, let alone the Capitol building. And these are things that weren't done and, and will all be, in the light of day now, gone over with a very fine-toothed comb to try to find out why this happened. Unbelievable. Uh, David Hyde has been with a security expert trying to explain what happened and how uh, the Capitol building was breached yesterday. David, thank you so much for the time and insight. As always, be well. You too, Scott. Cheers. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.